Welcome to the Life Changing Principles Podcast, where we take a new principle every week and explore how it changes our lives. I'm Leanne Hunt, ready to jump into today's principle. This week's principle is called Skillful Means. And I want to start with a question. So how do we help other people? I'm just kind of making an assumption here that there are times where we all want to help other people and maybe even ourselves, really. So how do we help others and actually have it be effective? How does our help actually help? How does it land well so that it actually makes a difference? This is the question that I really surround all of my principles around. How do we help other people and make it work? There's a Buddhist concept that I learned in my Harvard Compassion class, and it's called skillful means. And that's what I want to talk about today. Skillful means. Best way to introduce it is with this story. It's again from the Buddhist tradition of the rich man and the burning house. So there's a rich man and he has a very large house and the house catches on fire and he recognizes this and he rushes out and he's outside and he's safe from the fire. But his children are inside playing with various things and doing various things and staying busy and they're not aware of the fire and they don't want to come out because they're having fun and they're busy and they're playing. And so in order to draw each one of them out, he promises them something specific to them. In one story, he just promises them something that they like. In another story, he promises them these three different carts pulled by three different animals. And so I'm not even sure how he communicates this to them. Maybe he's shouting, maybe he's whatever, but he tells them, Hey, this is what's going to draw you out and let's draw you out and bring you out here now. Hey, second child, this is going to be what's interesting to you. And so he uses different skillful means for each of the different children to draw them out of the house and into safety. Now there's some moral dilemmas with the whole weight. You lied to them. Yeah, but now they're safe. So there's the greater good here. And principles are always running into each other and conflicting. But the main idea is that he used skillful means to draw his children out, to bring them to safety, to help them, to accomplish this help, to do what needed to be done. And he did it differently for each person. And that's really what the bottom line of skillful means is, is to address what you're doing, the action you're taking, the compassionate action and make it individual and unique and useful for each different situation and each different individual. It kind of makes sense, right? It's like, yeah, if you want to be useful, then you got to figure out what each person needs. And then you have to be able to actually address that needs and do things that are useful and that work. And we all want to do things that work. And so how do we actually go about developing skillful means in a given situation? The first step is awareness, right? We have to see when our help isn't even actually helping, like, oh, this isn't working, or even maybe it is working. You have to be aware of what's working and what's not working. So here's an example. When my oldest daughter was first married, we tried to give them some space, but we also wanted to visit them and get to know them and everything. And so we would come to visit. And when I would come to visit, I would bring lots of extra foods and fresh fruits and fruits and vegetables and those kinds of things because I wanted to be helpful, right? I wanted to say, hey, here's some extra food that you might enjoy. Simple, right? How can that help not be helpful? Well, it wasn't. What I didn't understand 
is that his family was really big on not wasting any food. And so when I would bring all of these fresh fruits and vegetables, inevitably we wouldn't use all of them in our cooking. And so I would leave. And so then my daughter was left with all these fruits and vegetables that she really wasn't used to cooking and didn't necessarily even want or ask for. And they would begin to slowly go bad in the fridge. And then he would feel bad because they were wasting food. And it ended up being a negative experience instead of a positive experience. My help wasn't helping. Here's the thing about becoming aware though. It hurts, right? It kind of hurts to realize, oh, my help wasn't helping. But there's another part of becoming aware that's also really empowering. Like, oh, now that I know my help isn't helping, I can do something about that. I can change what I'm doing. For example, I could only plan on bringing what I'm gonna cook, right? So I can make my own plans, cook that, and they might enjoy a cooked meal without all those fresh fruits and veggies that are just gonna go bad in the fridge. Now that I'm thinking about that story, it reminds me of another story with my daughter-in-law and my son when I would go and visit them in another state, and I would do the same thing. I would bring all of these different foods and treats and fun things that I thought they would like, and when I would come in, they didn't care about wasting food, that was not their thing, but when I would come in, it would be all over the counter and the table, and, and we would just have all of these extra boxes and bags of things, and that was really frustrating for them because they were kind of minimalist and they liked their house to be nice and neat and tidy. And not only would I bring in my own treats from home, when we would go to the farmer's market, I would buy a bunch of things and bring them there and set them out on the table so everyone could have access to them. And I didn't realize at the time that it was really frustrating for them to have all of this clutter visually in their home. Again, once I became aware of it, the very first part of becoming aware was that it hurt. Like I'm spending all this time and money trying to be helpful and my help isn't helping, that hurts. And it wasn't entirely not helping. They did enjoy the treats, they did enjoy the fruits and veggies that I had brought. But at another level, it wasn't helpful and that hurt. And again, once I became aware of it, it was super empowering because now I could do something about it. Now I could ask, hey, I'm thinking about bringing these fun little treats, are you interested? Or when we were at the farmer's market, I could say, hey, I'd like to bring these for snacks or for dinner or for whatever, can we do this? And it also changed how I went about bringing things in instead of leaving them out and being available, which I thought was helpful to have them be available so everyone could just have access to them. I would ask them, where should we put these? Or I would tuck them away, or I would even sometimes leave them in my car so just visually it wasn't there until it was time to come out and bring these treats that I had brought. If we return back to the Buddhist perspective where we got this principle from in the first place, this idea of skillful means, what I've been learning is that the way that they develop skillful means is by paying attention. And the way they pay attention is by meditating. Meditating allows you to come back to the present moment. I'm here right now, what's actually really going on right now. And it helps them to practice being mindful and aware. So when they're out in their normal lives, trying to be helpful to other people, they can be present and mindful and aware of what's actually going on in the moment, which makes them more likely to realize when their help isn't helping and when it is. They're able better to tell the difference. 
So once you're aware that your help is or isn't helping as the case may be, what do you do next? What happens next? The idea is to be creative like that rich father with the three children in the burning house was creative. The idea is to think about what's really going on with this person, to spend some time sitting with them, spend some time listening to them, to really begin to get what it is that they need. And this includes when you're being self-compassionate, to spend some time thinking about and sitting with your own self to begin to understand what it is that you need, what's going to be helpful. And then to choose creative and novel solutions. Try something you've never tried before. If you have a relationship with an adult child, for example, and that relationship isn't going well and you keep trying to love them or you keep trying to reach out to them or you keep trying to do whatever you've been trying to do, if that's not working, then you need to stop trying those same things, right? Like we have to realize what's not working. That means we can't just keep doing it with more love and and doing it with more energy. Instead, let's pull back and begin to listen, begin to look and begin to try brand new things we've never tried before. Ask a friend what they might do. Look online and ask what some of the solutions to these problems that you're having are. And then be willing to try something new, something different. Yay, you're trying something different. Now what happens? What happens is that it's going to feel awkward. It's not going to feel authentic. It's not going to feel like you because it's new. You're just not used to it. You might feel a little uncomfortable, maybe with some doubt creeping in that this isn't going to work. That's okay. Let the uncomfortable feelings and the doubt creeping in just flow with the process. We need to have a little bit of patience to see how this all plays out. We don't know how our help is going to land until we give it some time, especially when we're trying something new, especially in a relationship where our new actions are going to be surprising to the other person. And they might even push back and test them a little bit to see like, wait a second, is this real? Is this really changing here? That's why patience is really important in this process so that we can pay attention and watch and see how it plays out. See if this help is more helpful than the last kind of help that we were trying to extend. The last concept connected with skillful means that I've been learning from Buddhist thought is that the only way to develop skillful means and really a sense of wisdom in being able to act compassionately is through experience. All the knowledge in the world isn't going to help you know what's going to land in a particular situation because every situation is so fluid. It's so absolutely current present moment now that there's no way to really know what's going to help in this moment without experiencing a lot of different moments with a lot of different attempts and then paying attention to what worked and what didn't work what landed and what didn't land, what was kind of a success, you might call it, what was kind of a fail that you might call it. But it really isn't a success or fail because all of it is learning. All of it is developing skillful means and being able to discern the difference. That's really powerful. All of it is giving us a sense of wisdom. And if we're going to go out and be compassionate, we have to have wisdom. I love this imagery that I've been learning about 
Buddhists thought with compassion and wisdom needing to be together, they call it two wings of the same bird. If a bird's going to fly, they need two wings. And in Buddhist thought, one wing is compassion and one wing is wisdom. We can have all the warm, compassionate feelings in the world for wanting to help someone else, wanting to relieve their suffering. But without wise action, without skillful means, without being able to take action, even if that action is sitting and listening, if we haven't developed the wisdom, the compassion really isn't going to be useful. Just because you want to help, if your help isn't helping, we haven't completed the process. If you have a lot of wisdom and an understanding, but you don't feel that compassion for anybody, that's not going to be useful either because you're kind of aloof and distant from them. So marrying those two, having both wings of the bird together allows you to be able to fly. We have compassion where we feel for people and we have wise, skillful means where our help is actually landing. It's actually helping. Our principle today is skillful means, which is practicing, being aware of what a person actually needs and then doing what works to help that individual in that particular situation. It feels like a lifelong practice for me to do that, but it also feels super empowering, super compassionate, and well worth the effort. Thanks for being here and taking a little time out of your busy life for personal development. I applaud you for that. We take change one step at a time. You're already on your way. You're already enough. You've got this. Have a great week and we'll see you for the next principle.